What is up, everybody? I hope that you are having an enjoyable, what is this, Wednesday afternoon. My name is Rafa Sparza. I am joined today by the amazing, the incomparable, the very, uh, God, Hicks and Gracie looking right now, Mike Stallings. Mike, how are you doing, sir? I don't know what that means, but I'll assume it's a compliment, so thank you. You're welcome. Anything followed by a Gracie, I think, would be considered next level in the real world and the MMA world, right? You know, they're all one in the same now. Just like boxing has become all of MMA. Bro, could you imagine going to high school now? (laughs) No. (laughs) What the MMA guys? I thought the football guys were bad. (laughs) Well, I've been getting so bullied. <laughs> I always think to myself whenever I see people uh, talk about high school and I think of the old rules that apply. And my wife and I subscribe to the 21 Jump Street ruling of we don't know how this works. We're, no, we're but not I'd quite want it sure. to be somewhere. I'd want it to be somewhere where I'd be so like the Midwest where I'd stick out like I'd have the I would have the accent. You know what <laughs> I mean? They did try telling me that when I moved to Illinois. They were like, you know, Raph, you've got an accent. And I go, mm, <laughs> take that down a notch. Come yeah, but they still say pop. So what is, what's the bar there we're really setting? Do I've, you call it pop? I, well, they tried to do that shit. And then I looked at them. I was like, it's fucking soda. Y'all can huh. suck it right now. Have you ever ordered a Pepsi? Uh, yes, but I'm also not CM Punk, who, by the way, this is how you can tell we had to come back and do a show. CM Punk came back, and that was an integral moment for, I think, both yourself, myself, a number of people, especially on TNT or TBS, depending on where they tuned in to see Punk. Because we weren't alive during this time as a show, what was your initial reaction when you saw the reemergence of CM Punk. Did you believe that you were ever going to see him again? Well, we did cut you in what capacity in that capacity. No, I mean, he played it. He played it so coy, you know what I mean? And yes, I was crying. I think I got three text messages asking me if I was crying when he came out and just said it happened. I was that, that bumbling crybaby guy that got over and God bless his soul for that. But no, that's why it was one of the biggest. I think they deemed it the biggest ovation we're ever going to, the biggest pop ever. And I would think that's by circumstance. I don't think there's ever going to be a seven year itch like that, whether they try to write it or not. It was the most organic story you're probably ever going to get within the next uh, shit, probably ever. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. I mean, the other thing that I ran into with Punk coming back was. There was a large part of me that thought, oh, my God, it's happening. Oh, there he is. Okay. And then I tempered my expectations, and I've just been enjoying what he's doing. And I've seen a couple of my friends who have taken the heel lines of, ah, dude, it's kind of underwhelming on what he's doing. And I was like, not if you're the guy across the ring from him. I don't think it's hurt any of the people he's gone up against so far. Yeah. Well, I do that too because I'm just a hater. Sure. I just do that. I hate it. You know, you know me. I hate sure. on football just to do it. And I haven't seen Breaking Bad just because I want to be against the grain. But it's impossible to do that when his music hits. I don't care 
who you are. He's even got cornet singing along to it these days. But yeah, if I want to break it down, I wait till his entrance is over and that whole that was the whole gimmick before when he was in the dubs. He has one of the, the most iconic get hyped musics of all time. I mean, Hogan's still up there just because of the the crescendo of the beginning, but punk has that. Lesnar kind of has that. I don't know. Our um, truth kind of has that. <laughs> I would say, say though, <laughs> one of the funnier things about seeing uh, punk though, come back is that unlike Lesnar, where I think maybe the initial pop of Lesnar coming back after the UFC, you realize, well, he's going to be here for a while, but for punk, it was this myth, this story that we were told, which was, you know, he doesn't have to come back. He doesn't have to do any of this. He doesn't really care. He's perfectly content making B action movies or films or writing comic books. And then when you did see him on the WWE uh, programming for Fox, you thought this is a little strange, but okay. Are you coming back? And he's like, nah. I think all of it in a nutshell, though, was underwhelming for him. I mean, we knew about his comic books. I have his, I think he wrote an four or an Iron Iron Man. That didn't hit, like, gangbusters. His movies didn't hit, like, gangbusters for anybody. It was cool because that's your boy. Yeah, it's my boy doing, doing what he wants to. You know what I mean? But to have that, we all saw The Wrestler. When you get that, and I think he played it perfect. It was a perfect storm, and that was when one of the perfect times to to go all in. Pardon the interruption, but um, yeah. Why? why it, I don't. I think that was the only time he could smarten up to do that. So kudos to him. But yeah, I was like your friend though. I, I'm ti- I'm tired of him already. I'm, I'm sick of him already. You're, so you already <laughs> had your run with yeah. Punk. Yeah, I love him. I'm done with him. Okay. It's a, it's a daily, it's a daily, it's a daily battle because I mean MJF does serve a good point. He's out there all happy. We don't <laughs> want happy CM Punk. That's what made him. He, you know, he was like us because he was mad. I mean, not to get into full disclosure. I mean, I quit my job the other day and I I said out loud, I feel like I'm the CM Punk of the restaurant. No. <laughs> because I spoke. Because I said something. <laughs> You know what I mean? And it's so it's such an anti-hero vibe, but that's what we want. That's why uh, B. Dan is doing a great job. That's why he's he's reinvented and he's giving us exactly what we want. It's something we want to boo and it's something that we need because we understand the bad guy is as important as without the bad guy. You don't have a good guy. So I think that's why we've always had an affinity for it. I think the nice part about the two of them coming back, though, is they both seem to understand their assignment. Like, it looks like uh, Brian Danielson understands he's supposed to go out there and have these captivating, amazing matches. And Punk is supposed to work with the new guys and have these psychological things. So I think they're serving different ends. But... I had somebody who was talking about the the MJF and they're like, man, you know, I can't believe I, I didn't watch when punk was who he was. I just feel a little underwhelmed because MJF is eating him alive. And I thought, isn't that the point? Like, yeah, isn't that supposed to be the way it's supposed to go? Because you want to 
You want to see Biggie battle Tupac in a rap battle. <clears throat> you want to see the roast battle of the two best comedians to see what kind of material. That's why it was great when they actually did The Rock and CM Punk had short-lived as it was. And I feel like CM Punk got the better of him with uh, Your Hands Are Too Small, The Box With God for out, how outlandish it is. But MJF's attitude seems a little more outlandish at this point just because it's more of a refined throwback to what was what's annoying without being an aristocrat <laughs> about it i would i would say even though he was rich back in the back in the day that's like implied but i mean to what do you know anybody that wears a scarf no i i can't say that i do you but do i also wear a scarf I definitely don't wear a scarf. (laughs) I I not only don't wear a scarf, but as a kid, I hated turtlenecks for the mere uh, point that it just brought more attention to a giant head. And I would think, why would people wear this? And then I saw Daniel Craig wear one in a James Bond and I go, oh, he looks pretty cool in that. So I kind of get why people would do it. I'm not more power to them if they want to. Yeah, turn, yeah. I had a pink turtleneck, so imagine that. <laughs> and my nickname was Egghead, so I got you beat on two fronts right there, sir. But so, no, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, um, doing what they want to do is, is I think, the caveat to all this. I think that's just the kind of what we're trying to live through. You see people doing what they want to do. That's why, as much as I'm not a big fan. I don't think she changed much. Seeing Ruby Riot do what she wants to do was kind of a was kind of a cool thing. And being the punk rocker I am, I didn't realize that Tim from Rancid handed her the rights to the name, the song, which was kind of a heartfelt thing. I thought was pretty cool because I've been to a couple of warp tours. In my, we're old. Anyway, we've been around. I think is one way of saying it. Okay, so when do we start arguing? We need a second to build back into it. So uh, we're going to give people a nice little preview here. There is something that you can look. Look, this will be very pretty. We'll come back to it in a moment. Uh, We will have uh, a nice little format change. Um, So obviously we'll bring up topics willy-nilly as we want to. If any of you tuning in have questions, comments, concerns, hints, allegations, you're more than welcome to go ahead and chime in. But there's so much to catch up on. So... We noted the notes in AW, the big return there. The emerging note of the dubs happening right now is it's on Peacock. We've had to make that adjustment. It's been weird. In the time since, have you missed anything? Have you gone to the, the, the Peacock Network or the cock, if you would? No. You haven't gone to it? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Full disclosure, this is why we restarted this, because I got excited for a WWE pay-per-view for the first time in a really long time, the day one New Year's Bash. That was, I felt that they were going to do a reset and that they had to do something and they built a okay storyline for me to want to see what happened. And then lo and behold, I felt there was a little added sprinkle when they changed it on the fly. I think um, it's testament that I don't want to go to Peacock to watch an attitude era documentary that I know it's awesome for an hour, but if they change something, 
on the fly and there's that kind of intrigue, yeah, then maybe I'll go to the 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 cock. And I think that's the kind of the world we live in. I think that's um kind of what wrestling's kind of suffering from at this point is our is our attention span. Um with all the returns and all the surprises and all the comebacks. You know what I mean? Once it happens, what's next? Well, you brought up the fact that day one, WWE's day one, had a major change to it with uh, Roman Reigns contracting COVID. And, you know, it's kind of weird that as odd as it's been for Roman Reigns, you know, he was off camera. He famously had to go away for a little bit to take care of his personal health. My first thought wasn't, oh, shit, how are they going to fix this? It was like, oh, man, that dude's got leukemia. Uh, I hope he's good. And we find out perfectly fine. He was vaccinated, so all those things, et cetera, et cetera. And he's already back on WWE programming within a few matter of days. Thanks, CDC. I would say (laughs) that when I did see that swerve and I did have a moment where I started to put the math together I was really sad for Biggie because I thought, okay, this ride is over. I think we all know how it's going to go. Having said that, that seven and a half minute match was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that seven. I was like, dude, this is exactly the length of time I have patience wise for this match. It was so good. I got COVID immediately (laughs) after. That's how good. That's how good. That's how I. One of the sides deemed it as a punk rock song of a match, and it was. I felt that I was justified in getting excited for a WWE pay per view. I tried to drudge through the undercard. I don't yeah, know if I could. Okay, no. I don't know if I could re, re bring any of it up. I think uh, the New Day and the Usos fought for a half an hour, which is fine. Sure, that's good. That's good background stuff to have. On. It's just so it's comforting. It's like a familiar voice to have them. You ever seen those old movies where the old person, the old throwaway characters, always in their like chair watching old school wrestling? I feel like in <laughs> movies, I feel like in movies thirty years from now, it's just gonna be the Usos and um, New Day that the the granddad's gonna be watching in season eleven of Cobra Kai. <laughs> of course, but, but um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was. I felt justified because that was awesome. Yeah. There was flips. There was steps. There was barricades. There was beef. <laughs> all the beef. <laughs> Vince in his old age was probably, <clears throat> he was probably distracted by it for once, which is cool. That's what, that's what they kind of need to get his focus off trying to talk at this point. Cause it's kind of sad, but that's a whole nother so at least for the eight minutes, it kind of took you to that place of that's it gave you hope for what it could be. And considering that we're on the road, Royal Rumble is always the funnest thing, and we're on the road to WrestleMania. Hopefully, we can catch some of that in a bottle. I mean, it's the first time in a really long time I've been interested in anything outside of Roman Reigns because he's just so cool, acknowledged. I mean, he's doing the best work of his career, and I find that it's so nice to be at a place where we go, yeah, okay, I root for this guy. And what an interesting wrinkle that now, now we're at a phase in our life where we go, what is Brock Lesnar wearing today? 
kind of wow. excited about that. Oh, what is Brock Lesnar going to do? Is this happy Brock? Because the minute that Brock beat Biggie, which, by the way, nothing sadder than that photo of Biggie by the ring, just still in character, but probably also like, shit, eh, it wasn't what I wanted it to be. But it wasn't working, though. Well, he said he he put it out there. He's like, you know, did I drop the ball? I feel like I didn't do what I was supposed to do. I don't know that that's all his fault. I think that we see a pretty consistent output from him. I just think creatively they go, hey, listen, dude, we're happy for you. You're supposed to be the guy, but you're actually like the 10th guy. So we're just kind of doing some service. It's, it's your fault. You don't want to watch 10 hours. 10 weeks of him going to the children's hospital will make any difference. You want to watch the, you want to watch the moments he cashed in and that was awesome. You know, you remember that one time that, that one pay-per-view for AEW where the guys, they came out. Remember? <laughs> it's just that one moment is that's <clears throat> what we're suffering from. We don't, I don't really think we have the attention span to have Brock Lesnar be out there for 25 minutes. And having them actually tell no, a story. Brock Lesnar's jet, his private jet is going to leave in 20 minutes. So we need to speed this thing up. I still thought the fact that when the match ended and Brock went out and was actually looking at people and celebrating with them, I thought, oh, my God. Brock Lesnar <laughs> is yeah. actually enjoying this. Happy Brock Lesnar scarier than mad Brock Lesnar <laughs> at this point. Just Brock Lesnar wiling out. You know what I mean? He might do a keg. Could you imagine Brock Lesnar like actually like at a kegger? <laughs> you know what I mean? But like the photos we saw, there was a very famous video of a guy who's just uh, sitting in that front row. He gets up and he's cheering Brock Lesnar and he walks into a selfie video. And I thought, oh, I've never seen this before. And then maybe two hours later, they have a perfectly timed photo of Brock Lesnar who's having dinner with fucking Wayne Gretzky. Like, get the fuck out of here. This is not the Brock Lesnar we've ever seen who called, before. Who called who, though? Is that uh, just like, is that just Canada's finest? Was he, if he was wearing, because they always talk about the Canadian tuxedo, and this is just jumping the gun on my, one of my topics, which was Brock's new fashion sense. But like that's more than a Canadian tuxedo that the the denim jacket with the wool with the haircut <laughs> tucked in. He had his shirt tucked in, dude. I mean, that's huge for that guy. McGregor, step aside. You know what I mean? That's some real. If he, I mean, he's about to come out with a bottle of alcohol, right? That's the next step. Probably. I, I, <laughs> I think that's where things are are leading. So, Mike, let me say this to you. We've caught people up. We're at New Day. We tell people that you have found the spark, yet you have found your love and passion for wrestling again, and things have changed. We've caught people up on Sam Punk, obviously. You've got AEW returning back on TBS for wrestling for the first time in 20 years. That Even they have one of their main stars is a connecting thread. So it is a very interesting story. So having said that and having caught up on storylines, we now are going to progress and move things a little bit forward here on the show and try out a new segment. Now, here's what's happening. 
I don't know if you guys have ever seen the show, pardon the interruption. It's similar to that in that there's uh, a timer and that we will let Mike speak on certain topics. If I so deem it, I will interject and come through. But I want you guys to get very excited about this because I spent money for this shit. So that means you guys got to get excited. That is usually the way that I tell people. You know, this is a mandatory celebrate and have fun moment. But look at this. Before we even press play on this bullshit, let us take a moment to appreciate what this looks like. And I think no better way to celebrate the look and aesthetic of this new format and feature than having a bot celebrate us and tell us <laughs> where to go to get a virus. So thank Let's you. Go. What virus? Uh, well, I don't know, but it's vor.ong. So don't go there. Please don't. I still love the fact that Iran kebab, let's just call it that, is telling us to go there. Kebab. <laughs> it's just... I can't tell you. So you know what it is? I think this is uh, a very different country, their version of vote or die. So I think they just couldn't afford the other letters. That's so thank you to a ran, a ran so far away comment from this. Constantinople. So Mike, now that you know what the board looks like, these are all topics that you have sent over to me. I am intrigued to hear what you are going to bring to the table on this. But before we get you started, because I'm going to get 45 seconds per topic. So we're going to have to keep things interesting. And that's going to build in as well the time that I respond to it. But before we go, what can you tell us about the wonderful, beautiful board that we now have in front of us? So we get what is a preview? Like what, what can we expect from this board that we're about to see right now? Well, I want us to start arguments. I also wanted to be I want to see what you have to say and then see if our our minds great minds think alike, which I hope it causes either friction or realization. So is or this the, the, community? the board of broken friendships is what you were making here? Is that what we no, have? No, I'm not gonna tell people that you gave me an exercise to do. <laughs> And then it turned out to be weird bullet points of my weird brainstorming, sir. I like that you're telling these people, like you're asking for help from outside people. You're like, it's my my homework. Please help me, ref makes me write down bullet points. Don't act like that didn't happen. Anyway, it was a good exercise. I learned a lot from it. I learned a lot by myself. I learned, a, like you said, it relit the spark. Um, it turned out that about 75% of the way through, I started writing in cursive again. I don't know if that's a split personality trait. I don't know if I need to hire somebody in forensics at this point, but this is your fault. So I put these terms down on a right board and you made it look all Christmassy and Kornheiser-y. And I don't know. I, it's hard to think about what we have to go through. For, I mean, considering um, I've had a year and a half uh, mental health break. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of us have had a two-year mental health break. <laughs> yeah. So I think yeah, I think we're starting to, to, to get back to the way of normal. You know, that's a great idea. Most people created more podcasts and then drop them 
We did the invert. We said we'll drop the podcast and come back when all of those losers are done. I was resting. (laughs) It's just resting my eyes is the excuse for this podcast. No, you hear my voice. You hear my my eyes are just tired. You can hear my voice. You can hear the vigor. You can hear the motivation. It's just my eyeballs. (laughs) So, no, I, so, yeah, I wanted to just put, I don't know. It's hard to go over. There's so much going on these days, regardless if it was a recap of everything we missed or, what's gone on in the last four days. I think we're going to have some kind of weird board. Um, I don't know if any of the acronyms are funny per se, but it gives my brain somewhere to go on this. So, Well, now um, that I see this, I'm going to put some time on my clock that'll remind me. And should you go over or exceed that is off of my notes here, I will... I didn't build in a sound buzzer. All I have are like collapse and that that stuff i don't i don't have i would love to tell you that your time is up by this but i don't think that most people go "Ooh, you're at a rim shot time to stop so here we go 45 seconds i'm about to press play on this thing mike take it away what is topic number one sir well we're doing yay or boo of the year i'm gonna throw out some names i want to see if they match up with what i was thinking of the year okay um i have a list in front of me (laughs) Um, I'm going to start with very nice, very evil Danhausen. Yay. Um, Matt Cardona. Uh, boo, depending on where I am. Bianca Belair. Yay. Dan Lambert. Boo. Let's see. Sting. Yay. CM Punk. Yay. Bad guy Brian Danielson. Yay. Michael J. Fox. Boo? I just realized that MJF. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait. We ran out of time here on that one. Shit. Okay, so I wrote a list of heels and faces of the year. So my heels of the year was the guy from 2.0. You know, the guy with the face. Okay, him. Yep, he's good. Michael J. Fox, bad guy, B. Dan, Matt Cardona, Danhausen, because he's evil. Very, very evil. Very nice. Very Roman Reigns and my personal heel of the year was Dan Lambert. Man, okay. That is a huge statement. Why is he your heel of the year? Because have you ever heard what he says? Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. It's he even put over he puts over he knows exactly what he's doing. It's so out of it's Ahead of its time, it's behind its time, it's everything. I don't understand why America Top Team doesn't work, Raph. This is right up your alley. So I know why it doesn't work for me, and it's because you have a man who is struggling to speak on a microphone. (laughs) So it's not even that what he's... It's not even that what he's doing (laughs) is bad. I just think, oh, I know what he's trying to do. Oh, yeah, that's smart. That makes sense. Like, putting Jericho in the walls of Jericho... And having Scorpio Sky tap him out and, like, raise the hands. Very funny. Great visual. Him even giving a discussion of the real origins of the Boston Crab. Very funny. But him struggling to breathe and have coherent, like, words as he's doing (laughs) it is just like, hey, this is the history of the Boston Crab. Would you rather listen (gasps) to 
Deanne Lambert struggle to talk or to see Vince McMahon on camera at all anymore ever again. I will, you know, I'll tell you this. I have a Vince McMahon take at the very end of the show that I'm no. going to do. So back I, I, the, stay back tuned for of that. the year. Okay. Faces okay. of the year with Danhausen. Okay. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Steam. Okay. CM Punk. Uh, GCW in general. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brock's hair. <laughs> yeah. Brock, it's fashion. Brock's fashion sets. Bianca Belair. Tony Khan. And then I was remembering Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah. What a great story that they did integrating the. Um, <clears throat> The rest, what was the, uh, uh, what's the, fuck, I can't, <laughs> I got anxiety right now. What are you, what, the, what are you uh, trying to use words? The show on Vice. What's that show called? You're talking about, uh, the, the wrestling one. Dark Side, of the, Dark Side of the Ring. Dark Side of the Ring, yes. Yeah. <coughs> Heels of the Year, too, with them, with the whole Ric Flair story. Oh, shit. Good yeah. call. Good call. Uh, we forgot about all that. We got Tommy Jimmer got canceled from that. Ric Flair's PP got canceled from that. And Ric Flair's pee-pee wouldn't have got canceled unless we heard a 30-minute dissertation by that poor lady. God damn. Damn. A step-for-step. Like, he even told us what direction it was spinning in. And I know you thought it was going to be this, but it was actually counterclockwise, which takes a lot. Have you? It's like the Australian toilet is really what it came (laughs) down to. I think the hardest part about watching that particular episode was is like everybody in the industry, their only reaction was, oh boy. Like that's what they had for that particular one. And I think it's interesting because you have everybody falling on the sword for Ric Flair, except for Ric Flair. So you have like Jim Ross being like, was that enough? I don't know. <laughs> Should we have done more? Maybe. Who knows? But it also said, it also said the bar of who got the free pass and who didn't. You didn't know Ric Flair was going to be that susceptible to that kind of trauma. I think Tommy Jr. was a perfect fall guy to be like, I'll get canceled for a month and then I'll be back. So let's write this, write this one out because again, I don't really, until I brought it up, you didn't think about it until right now for sure. I mean, dark side of the ring is definitely one of the heels of the year, uh, but a necessary heel. It's uh, it, like, dude, I put that shit on while I'm cleaning the house and I'll stop doing dishes and be like, and then what did he say? Ooh. <laughs> That's interesting. Like I yeah, feel you want, like it you is. Want to swear you, I feel like you know her. You know Hernandez was. Well, the dumb part to me is also I know most of these stories, but they tell them in such an interesting and, and articulate way uh, that as they dramatize it, it, is the perfect amount of drama for people who have been lifelong fans of of the product of pro wrestling so they really should do more of it too i think they did a they hit the nail on the head when they had i don't think it lasted long enough they could really could have got something with brian pullman jr out of it well okay so here's the other issue that i'm having with this i think they did three seasons and one of them i think the first two seasons are actually on pluto which if you don't have it's free tv it's just whatever (laughs) go find that but the second part of it was on hulu and here's where it gets confusing to me i think they've branched out into other sports and they have like the dark oh, yeah. side of I've watched them. Have you watched, watched them? them? What are the other ones? Because <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you, I draw the line somewhere. Like I don't need the dark side of golf. It was the dark side of Ocho Cinco. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was the dark side of Ocho Cinco. How it became too much of a diva. 
And it's so it wasn't really like a dark side of anything. It was just like what Ocho Cinco did for for like a couple of years after like how he changed his names and shit. And then there was a dark side of Hollywood, mm. I think, that they followed around like it was like a cheap version of VH1 behind the music. I think that's they followed what I around. Thought. Like, that's what I was like, yo, are you guys I, now just going into another I reboot? Think, yeah, they River Phoenix. Remember? You remember? You remember? I went to the Viper Room. Come on. I even said it. I think this is where we OD, dude. Right <laughs> here, man. This is where Joaquin was freaking out on the phone. You remember? Can like, I just dude, tell you I... this, though? Whatever sport or Hollywood story they uncover, I feel like they need to have Jake the Snake as a talking head. Because I want to hear what he was thinking when he saw the movie Star Wars. I want to hear what he was thinking when he saw Chad Ochocinco being a diva. I want to hear what that man thought when Leo didn't have enough room on the Titanic. Just saying. Listen, I was 30 feet away for not to name drop, but I was 40 feet away when Jake the Snake came into my breakfast restaurant and I saw him smoke a cigarette on the patio and think about life. And it was really, it was kind of surreal and it was kind of poignant. <laughs> I was just like, I can only imagine what this dude is going through right this second, let alone having to watch Star Wars on meth. Kind of, you know, kind of, <laughs> kind of, you might be, you know, it was like, you know, kind of tell me what fuck these guys are going through over the vibe room you ever had to. It's, it would be, it would be, you're, you're onto something. Think about this though. <sighs> Hearing Jake the Snake give a dissertation as a talking head that just goes, most interesting character in that whole movie was uh, Darth Maul. He had a real psychology. He didn't say much. I know what that's like. But the little he didn't say is what told the story. That, that hit me. And then have like real dramatic music just pine in. Like that's the shit I want to see. He has nothing to do with it, but is, doesn't he? Is have he a- still alive? <laughs> And not only I'm, alive, but starting a podcast, I believe, with DDP. I think those two have teamed up. Oh, yeah, no, DDP saves his life like every three weeks, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like he's in and out of a wheelchair like every four. Is that why he hasn't been on TV? I, you know, we'll find out, I think, in the new year. Let's move on, because we spent a lot of time on Boo Ye, but Boo Ye. they do. This is what they do. This is what we do here. They argue. They go over. They skip the sound effects. Here's the good news. Well, hold on. Booye of the year. Great. Booye is going to be a regular uh, segment on this. Now, tell me what the fuck does A and E mean? Go. 45 seconds. <laughs> A and E. What is A and E? What happened with this all of a sudden? Oh, acknowledged and endeavored. Yes, Roman Reigns, we acknowledge you. But you're like the only one. He's like the only one they pay attention to. How many wrestlers got released this year? Go. Oh, shit. Is this a, is this a test? The tune, you have to do it in the tune of We Didn't Start the Fire. Oh, Go. oh fuck. Uh, William Regal, William Regal, William Regal, William Regal. Like, oh, shit. Ray Wyatt, Malachi Black. Uh, the guys from uh, let's go come on help with Kyle O'Reilly Adam Cole Bobby Fish Adam Carolla go, Raph hold on I, so the one thing I want to say is 
when he yells up and stands up and screams, I can't take it anymore. It's, I think, just, I'll see you on AEW. We didn't start the fire. We're moving to TBS and we need three new people here. Uh, come on. No, let's go. You can't even remember 80 people, dude. All oh of God. Hit, hit Row, uh, New uh, new Day. But <laughs> part of me was hoping that you were just going to say New Jack and be like, he probably was. Can't be too yeah, sure. Yeah, a lot of people died too, but that's a whole I don't <laughs> think we had the Sarah McLaughlin music. Okay, with, okay. So you're talking about all of the people who got let go last year. So yeah, let's talk about. Uh, Daniel Bryan obviously was let go. You had, I'm just going to go down the AEW roster. What was the the biggest was had to be Bray Wyatt, right? Yeah. And nobody still claimed the Bray Wyatt, uh, like, uh, lottery yet. And you're talking about Braun Strowman, which by the way, is a fascinating one in the sense that they spent all that time building up these two monsters that seem like they fit the criterion of playing the game. And then there were reports that Bray needed a mental health break, but that was never substantiated. There was also, uh, for Braun Strowman, you're like, dude, who's going to be the, re- oh, they have a new resident big bad guy with AJ Styles. Ugh. All right. Well, I guess we're done with you. Yeah. And he's black too. So back up. That's, that's a double whammy. Um, I, do, no, I think it comes down to doing what they like. I said before, they don't get to do what they want. Bray Wyatt wants to do horror movies. Ron Strowman wants to be a fuddy duddy and take mental health breaks. I mean, they had that documentary saying that that was a huge thing. No disrespect, but like that can only be with with the new management coming in. That can only um, only go so far. Adam Cole left because he can't play Halo. You know what I mean? But it's just Xavier Woods was the only smart one to put his. Um, hands in so many different things that he's going to make all the monies no matter what. So, you know, that's basically why I don't know why they like Tyler Breeze didn't really care about being like, oh, but that, I don't even think that was this year. But anyway, it's, I don't think they get to do what they want. And I just like with CM Punk when he did comics and stuff, I don't know if Bray Wyatt's horror career is going to, I don't care how scary this character really is. Like, I've, there's so many cool video game monsters these days that it, you know what I mean? What, what our attention span doesn't care about that. We want to see him wrestle on AEW for what a week. Yeah, but uh, we still haven't truly built double or nothing in the same way that we build up WrestleMania. Like that is their big showcase, right. you know. But now they have to service these quarterly pay per views, so it feels like each one holds about an equal amount of weight. So it is entirely possible that you can see him. Tony Khan was teasing the fact that there is supposed to be one big signing that everybody's going to be very happy about. So I don't know if that's your guess. I thought it was going to be Bray. Honestly, I I thought that could be in the realm. Is there a better one that I'm not thinking of? Better be Joe. Oh yeah, there is that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, of course we're talking about Samoa Joe, but like, didn't they do that one already? Didn't they, didn't we go through this with Joe where we're like, ah, shit, he got fired. Eh, he's just in the back room. He's fine. Yeah, I think it was, I think that was masking an injury and it was for more for storyline. Yeah. And this one is go by. Yeah, this is, again, they have to, I think they're getting rid of Triple H's crew. I don't know if he falls under that umbrella, but, um, man, you took, I, 
I had a similar Joe joke, but I forgot. Anyway, um, so yeah, you failed that one. Um, okay. That's a very hard song to. Well, I wasn't prepared. I didn't know I had to bring a song and dance. Me neither. I just thought about it. How do you like them chops? Shit. Okay. Well, that's good. I also don't want to fully sing the song so that we don't get fucking copyright issued. So it's like keeping it a note an octave off just so that the YouTube AI doesn't pick us up. Genius switch never turns off. Next one. What the fuck is this new BFF? Yeah, we've already hinted that in our um, – see, the intro is a lot more subdued. I'm a lot more excited. I think the coffee's kicking in. This is where we really talk about Brock's – well, it, new BFF, BFF is a play on Brock's fashion forward sense. You can use it. <laughs> but like you said, is Brock, fashionable Brock, better than mean Jimmy John's MMA trunks Brock? He's out there in the jean jacket. He's out there in overalls. He's got the boots. He's lined up. He's at dinner with Wayne Gretzky. He's going to Morton's. He's ordering the shrimp tower. You know what I mean? It's fun. He makes sure it's his farm to table. You know what I mean? Rolling around with a cooler, sable in tow. Does sable, does she, does she get, anyway. What is your favorite version of Brock? Okay, so is it the fact that just this week that Brock wore a jacket and it made the internet turn into fucking Malibu Stacy collectors where they're like, oh my God, it's a jacket. I want it, I want it, I want it. And I just thought, this is a rare opportunity for all of those toy makers when they go, what am I supposed to do with all this farm making shit? What am I supposed to, oh shit, they want collectibles of Brock in this fucking overalls? Done. If WWE was smart, they would have, they would team up with Farmville (laughs) and have Brock Lesnar, Sami Zayn as farmer characters. No, I'm just wondering, is that enough to make the, I've been seeing a lot of people like Macaulay Culkin sound off about how the product is a lot, they're repeating a lot of the. Same stuff. Kid, hold on, years hold on. I, I'm putting a pause to all of this nonsense right now. Raise your hand if you thought Macaulay Culkin was going to be chiming in on some pro wrestling nonsense in 2022. Now, I know I've seen him appear at some wrestling shows, but I love the fact that where is he saying this in all places? With Freddie Prince Jr. So these two are on a podcast. I'm not saying they're any different from us, except they're super successful in some degrees, <laughs> but I will say that it is a attention. little odd for them to just be palling around and for Macaulay Culkin to be doing in his very Macaulay Culkin esque, like, you know, it's just interesting to see what Vince is doing with the product, because I really I'm, feel like, you know, I mean, when I was a kid, when I was in home alone, everybody remembers <laughs> that. Uh, it was, it was at its best all time peak. I was huge Mark for, uh, the ultimate warrior. Okay. Let's just say that. Okay. Let's put that out there. And that was storytelling at its finest. And I go, wait, no, you were just writing a million dollars. Probably every one of your lines in home alone was the was amount he- of lines of cocaine that the ultimate warrior was doing at that time. <laughs> was he in Richie rich? Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, he was. Okay, then, yeah, then I can kind of understand that, you know what I mean? Him doubling back. He had a fucking McDonald's in his in his digs. Okay, 
he could have the ultimate warrior. He's on that level. But is fashion forward Brock Lesnar and Sue Riddler wearing Seth Rollins enough to make us forget that I was at that WrestleMania 31 when that's the same. And me and Brian went to Money in the Bank when it was out here, when it was the Shield all held the belts for a second. I think Roman was the champion. Seth won the belt, and then Dean Ambrose cashed in. Like, are they trying to men in black us, Raph? I guess, dude, but I think... Galaxy defense. <laughs> I think that the dubs is now in a spot where they figure if it's been three years, reboot it. They're like, uh oh, hard reset on this button. It's been too long. People don't remember. Nah, people vaguely remembered Seth Rollins did something, but he's a drip god now. Yeah, he's different. He's married it's to hard. Becky. <clears throat> I think it would have been better if they would have had Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins both pin Brock Lesnar, win the belt, and fight over it for a while and have Brock Lesnar chase them around for like two until WrestleMania. I think that would have been okay. Um, I, but I don't know if that's. But anyway. we can also talk about the fact that there is some fan service that feels right on. So for whatever reason, Brock working with Sammy in that ring. Those clips, I just thought, I know exactly what's going to happen. And yet, when it did happen, I go, yeah, that feels about right. And Sammy looks like he's having a blast. Who knew those two were going to be gal pals? Yeah, but part of you, part, part of you, the watching the Sex and the City reboot together, um, you're such a, you're such a, um, yeah, but you, even when you watch those segments, you just want to, for, to still happen. You know what I mean? Even with the riddle, and RK bro, I think they broke up technically. I don't know. Well, they lost the belts yeah. and side note, Chad Gable with the belt just warms my heart at yeah, any fact. moment. So that can be a whole different issue, but, um, fuck, I lost my point. Cause I love Chad Gable. Um, no love for Otis, his best buddy of 10 years. Wow. What a revelation. I mean, that, that was, you thought him and Jason Jordan were kind of more of the progressive, um, issue, but lo and behold, I guess, um, everybody's been roommates at some point, right? You know, at a certain point you just go over and you reveal like, you know, one time back in 1991, me and this guy went to a McDonald's together and now we're champions. He put the he put the power bill in my name because I had an outstanding Nevada power bill and I had to use him for five months. Thank God he kept the lights on. Okay, so I that that was more just a okay. tangent. Okay, uh, we're gonna now return back to NFTs. What the fuck is this all about? Because I I saw the words and these are words that the children use these days. What does any of this mean, Mike Stallings? NFTs, PLEs, and DMTs. Um, John Cena, John Cena, NFT failure, Undertaker, NFT failure. I just more or less want you to explain to me what an NFT is and if this PLE bullshit is ever, <laughs> is ever going to work in any kind of capacity, um, are we ever going to stop saying pay-per-view, whether it's a pay-per-view or not? And DMTs is just kind of fun because it's drugs, but, um... I was just um, more of a play on death, death threats and oh, okay. DMs and DMs and people paying attention to to too much of this kind of thing. 
Okay. I don't, I don't know if any of this is real, so I kind of want you to rank what's the most real out of these three things. Okay, so PLEs don't exist. They are the fetch <laughs> of this conversation, so we'll put that as the hard three. DMT. DMTs and fucking NFTs. So here's what's happening. I feel like NFTs are replacing what people used to take you to a hotel conference center to do. Like, I think that people who do multi-level marketing got tired of that model and said, listen, I got a better idea for you. Let's fucking tell people to buy a fucking gorilla. And that that little digital gorilla is going to belong to them and they can put all of their coins into that digital gorilla. And that's their digital piggy bank. We're going to sell them a digital piggy bank. Yeah. Yeah. And then it has my my haircut. Yep. It has my hair. It has my haircut and earrings. I will say. So John Cena said that his didn't do well. I never officially heard that the undertakers didn't. And I wondered because John Cena is pretty honest about that sort of stuff. So I get that. But I think the undertaker might've like just gotten in and been like, uh, it's time for you guys to rest in and like ran to the bank with that shit. So I don't know that for sure. Do we have confirmation that money was not made on that side? I'm, I didn't hear. I'm just, I'm it's a guess. I'm guessing that, um, I don't, did you invest in it? Fuck no. That's what, what, is, what does That's the Undertaker the have that I want? The Undertaker had a period where he had a theme song that I wanted nothing to do with. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, I don't think he's going to trick me into buying some of his fine wine. I, some uh, of these things, though, don't ever make sense. When the Undertaker's retiring and on WWE programming, they go, coming soon, you can actually get a part of the Undertaker's wine. Do you like wine? Do you like the Undertaker? Then you. I have Slayer wine. What are you talking about? I oh, get it. Fuck, I'm into the wrong audience here. All right, never mm-hmm. mind. We're going to move past that. You are mentioning no, what... right here there is a point in the Forbidden DoorDash. What does that mean? What are we, what are we talking about here, Mike? It just seems that DoorDash is missing a huge opportunity. On on correlate no, all of a sudden everything's about this forbidden door, man. Like, I made the joke to you: is if TNA gets invaded, if ROH invades the woods, does anybody hear it? I don't. Did that matter? I mean, they invaded TNA. Would this been news fifteen years ago? Maybe. You know what I mean? And so, I'm wondering, what's the hurry? What, what, why is, what's the hurry to conquer all these subsets of things that are already so convoluted with all the, with all the, the happenings right now, with all the returns and surprises and and stuff? And has it even really been anything shocking of a, of a forbidden portal, door, hallway? Is there a forbidden driveway? Is there a forbidden hallway? (laughs) Is there a forbidden gate code? What is there? What kind of clearance? There's a lot of things that need to be answered about. Forbidden's a very heavy thing. It reminds me of the green door out here. It smells like chlorine. Understood. So my thought process is this: maybe we've been spoiled by all the people that they future endeavored, and that we just realized, well, you got fired from Dubs. We'll see you on AEW in two weeks. And not everybody, but a lot of people. 
to the point where even Tony Khan's like, shit, I got to slow down on some of this stuff. But can I say that because we're a what's new, what's hip, what have you done for me lately, society? Yeah. I think (laughs) that Spider-Man has actually ruined it for me. Because unless you can get a sling ring and get me prime 1993 Bret Hart, not interested. Like, that's the forbidden door I'm thinking about. And if you can rescue Bret Hart right before he's about to have a match with Goldberg, you will forever be my hero. Because Shawn Michaels got to ride off into the sunset. So if we're talking about people who need to correct their sins, let's go back and save that. That should be the storyline in Spider-Man No Way Out. Forget Andrew Garfield and what he had to go through. Let's talk about Goldberg needing to go through some soul searching and actually do that. Because I didn't cry at all when fucking Gwen Stacy died and the amazing Spider-Man dose. But when Bret Hart couldn't move his neck and said, my head hurt, tears. Tears down young Raph's face. The thing in this story is your powers still have JFK getting assassinated and baby Hitler's arriving. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, dude. But did. it makes sense. Like, I'm not mad at it. I respect they it. They didn't I mean, explain yeah. the power in a way that makes me realize that I have historical context to take into consideration. They just said, Raph, you've got this sling ring. Go save who you think is most important. And I'm not thinking family members. I'm not thinking anything else. I'm thinking as a service to the pro wrestling community if i was on a different podcast i'd be like well you know what guys kurt cobain let's go back and round third on that one that door fucking anvil and owen don't come through you get keith and you get keith and bruce ah shit (laughs) you know what i mean they're the booking potential (laughs) listen dude that would be good because that movie would never end if the amount of sling rings would open for different heart family members. It's just one after another. And I go, wait, wait, we don't have enough character development for all of you. We were at a WrestleMania where you didn't have character development for a Bret Hart storyline. Everybody we're, chill. If there was a hologram, does UCW do a hologram? <laughs> Old school wrestler, you know, like a hologram Frank Gotch or some shit. That could be, they could say, and at what point do they start selling matches as, as NFTs to put a little bow on? Oh, no, you know, that's a good idea. Oh, shit, I forgot. Like, a good thing we have, look at the graphics save the day, forbidden. Yeah, I think if DoorDash had some kind of Amber Alert for on WWE programming, I think that would, that was just a play on words. It got us to a topic. Don't sell out the topic that, that badly. It, it was a phase, man. I didn't really give a shit about it. I didn't love it. You can't make me love that. All right. ROHs, ROI. When you wrote that and you kind of previewed it earlier, my initial thought was return on investment, but you had otherwise something well, yeah. else in mind. More or less, I don't know. Was it, did it last long enough? You know what I mean? We were supposed to um, be sad about it. And it doesn't like they didn't give it a proper Lent period. Um, it feels like Easter came early for this kind of thing for them to be like, oh, just kidding, more or less. Like I was really, I mean, it was really kind of grandiose in a sense. Um, the way they were writing off, I could, I get the end of an era kind of thing, and that's kind of hack after that whole WrestleMania Miami thing because it's been done. But I don't know if their return on 
if, if they rushed it too early with the forbidden do- DoorDash. And then it got me thinking if they did really did want to rebrand themselves as something special, what would be the cost or would it take away if they made it like the Ring of Invitation where they would have this forbidden door, they would have a venue that to have these dream matches and the only place they could really do it would be in under these rules, under this new federation, this new revamped Ring of Honor. So that was just me kind of thinking about that, and I'm wondering if that would be anything viable. And Because I kind of feel like that's what we want. Aren't we geared towards a DC versus Marvel movie at some point? I mean, we're I, I gotta tell you, man, I love the pure rules as a jujitsu guy. I saw that and I go three rope breaks, submission talent. Yeah, that could be some good storytelling there because you get so tired of uh, people now. They know how to tell the story and sometimes they tell the exact same story. I thought that that was a good way to play on it and, and show some of the the kind of emerging MMA-ness of what is happening to pro wrestling in some regions. And I said, yeah, that's actually really smart. That's actually a really good thing to do. So, yeah, I'm with that. I think they have some unique talent, of course. Um, It'll be interesting to see how much of that ends up sticking around because they said, like, yeah, we give up, but you will still be around. You know, kind of. We'll see. And it was such a bummer series of tweets that they put out that I thought, oh my God, who's the PR guy behind some of these statements to be like, hey everybody, it's not as bad as you think it is. And then by the end of their statement, just entire sobbing, like it's it's okay. I, I full family full family photos. Boys to men boys to men slideshows. Two more weeks and then we're gonna oh, release no. our talent. And then <laughs> They can go where they want. There's a lot to deal with right now. So I go, man, they they need help. That's who I want to check in on. All right, here's the next one. I think it leads nicely into where you were going before. You went to TNA, yay. What does that mean? No, TNI, yay, yay. Well, write better. I can't read your fucking TNI, writing. TNI, yay, yay. Oh, got it. Do we, we have to watch a TNA now? I don't know. I didn't know what that read. I just looked at it. uh, Pay-per-view of the year, Raph? Is this (laughs) this what's happening? Look, listen. So uh, Ring of Honor invaded, right? Tell me which four people invaded. Um, (laughs) Scooby-Doo, Velma, Fred. Well, Velma was definitely one of them. (laughs) She was, absolutely. Velma Canales. It's a very, it's a very, yeah. They couldn't make Shaggy's rate, though. So, unfortunately, she wasn't in there, but Daffy's in there. And the guy with the dreadlocks. (laughs) You know, PCO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Name the guy with the dreadlocks. Uh, PCO is my favorite highway here in California. So, thank you. Appreciate that. Um. Name the guy with the fuck and here. Okay, this is a better. This is a better one. Has there ever been a world champion with dreadlocks? Oh, hold on, hold on. Did Booker have the dreadlocks at the time? Oh, are those dreadlocks or? Oh no, like okay, okay, shit. I'm just I, I, listen. I, I knew there was dreadlocks. one. I was like, oh shit, I can see it. I can see this and dreadlocks. Yes. Yeah, but he was a de- he was never like the world. Oh, uh, technicality! Be damned! Yeah, Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Okay, so yes, one person. Booker T was the only person. So, are <laughs> are we in line for the Brock locks? 
The Dreadbrocks. <laughs> the Dreadbrocks. The Dreadbrocks. No. Does Brock need to come with dreadlocks? Does he need to take a vacation to Jamaica and come back Bo derek out? Yo, dead Brocks are the funniest thing that I've ever thought of. So yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, though, I interviewed Pat Downey recently, and I think that's as close <laughs> to somebody who looked like a Brock Lesnar who's had dreadlocks. And somebody sent me a photo and they go, yo, you cannot convince me this is the same guy. And it was four photos and it looked like he was in an Eddie Murphy movie. Like he was playing just six different one, characters. Just the one with beads. Just but one. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to send him a note. I was like, yo, fam, who the fuck are you? And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, look at this photo. You weren't any of these people right now. So Bro. that was that was my one time of thinking like, yeah, if Brock ever had a different hairdo, I don't know what I'd think of any of that. Um, are are you compelled to go back and watch TNA hard? What was it? Hard just, what was this hard? <laughs> They're just taking old hard. cable drama series properties. It's like, Emmanuel, yeah. Did you go Emmanuel, back to watch uh, TNA hard justice? Did Emmanuel you watch TNA Rizzoli and <laughs> Isles? Did you watch TNA Franklin and bash? <laughs> Burn notice. Um, <laughs> Yo, that'd be a fucking title. Watch it. Nah, no. no, it's going to take it to watch TNAs. Uh, the fact that it's going to air before uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling now on the AXS network. So well, I, I'm way know? more into the talent that, that New Japan Pro Wrestling has put on. I think a lot of those guys have made uh, interesting jumps to different regions. And there's something. I can't put my finger on it, but there's something about the LA dojo bullshit and, and like their new Japan pro wrestling strong shows that I go, uh, there's something here. It's not perfect. It's Cause Tom Lawler is cause Tom Lawler's on it. Well, it's not just Tom Lawler, but it's like, there's a few people that we know, obviously Danny's on there and, uh, Hoist Isaacs and, there's a host of people that you kind of see around the scene that you go, oh, good for them. They've got this. But, like, the matches are just matches. And I got to be honest, during pandemic when there was no crowds, and I know wrestlers hate it, similar with Ring of Honor, I go, I don't think this hurts with no audience. All of that New Japan stuff where they were doing it, I go, I think this is probably some of their best work is just letting the guys go in there, wrestle not overbooking it it felt like a nice deviation from all of that because at that time aw was the first folks who were able to say like yeah we can get an audience in here yeah we can do it at our stadium we can do whatever the fuck we want we can bring the wrestlers out there yeah we're gonna fucking do it and they were living in florida which by the way no rules so i get it but when i saw the new japan stuff i go oh okay they go yeah uh impact is gonna be the lead-in to new japan and i thought so now i gotta watch new japan yeah yeah i've been enjoying the new japan and wrestle kingdom was last week what's that wrestle kingdom was last week did you watch any wrestle kingdom you know i did and you know oh whoa i did and the reason why is because i ended up getting a new japan subscription last year at some point because i was enjoying the product i was like yeah this is kind of cool good for them and there's something weird about their schedule where I don't always know the where or when, but I know when Wrestle Kingdom's about to happen. And at 1 a.m., I got to tell you, like fucking clockwork, my body 
because it knows it's the new year in January goes, ah, oh, hey, yeah, there it is. And on night one, I didn't know it went to three nights. Uh, wasn't really remembering any part of that. I go, oh, shit, is it three nights? So ok- Okada won the belt? Is that the... Yes. Was that the... Okay. What was... See, I don't... I, I remember when it was like Nakamura when it was good, like really good. Yeah. But yeah. now it just kind of seems like they're fun. like if you don't appreciate the product and you want big headlines and stuff, I don't know if you're going to dredge through a 23 day tournament so you can pick off the Jeff Cobb versus Shingo Tage match of the of the tournament. You know what I mean? Which is yeah. fine, and that's for you. But what I don't the Kenny Omega Okada thing is like where it stopped as far as it being must see kind of gripping yeah you do your what your body yaddy 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 just did when you woke up at four i see i couldn't even it's okay thank you yes it's it's me and and many of the the rappers of current doing that one i would tell (laughs) you this i i like having uh the wrestle kingdom on in the background where i just kind of go oh i wasn't keeping up on the storylines as much here but i do like some of the stories that they tell and that's cool. Uh, I would tell you though that now that I have like a new office set up, uh, it's something that I keep on in the background every once in a while. I'll be like, oh, what's going on there? Oh, okay, cool. Which, which better, TNA or MLW? Mm. Answers MLW. Dario's. They're trying to do. They're trying to do Lucha Underground. That, so which that's better? my my thing. I don't know what the Underground looks like yet TNA with MLW. TNA or NXT Tabuno. Oh, ah, fuck. Is 2.0 the new Extreme? Remember how there's Doritos Extreme oh. and Mountain Dew Extreme and everything was Extreme. KFC Grillers Can Extreme. Can I tell you the thing that really made me... Uh, Roll my eyes the hardest I think I've rolled my eyes in some time was Braun kicking not just metaphorically, <laughs> the X legitimately <laughs> kicking the X and NXT to represent the gold and white era. And I no. thought, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah, pro wrestling is out. not known for its subtlety, neither is Vince. Out. But f- when out. I saw that, I just looked at it and go. NT guys, it's NT you know what? It's so they could put the N F in yeah. the middle. So oh. put the F back in. Yeah. That's what it is. But he has to be like this. He has to be like this. <laughs> I legitimately was because I think maybe you can tell me if you feel different on this. I have an immense sense of sympathy for these NXT kids who probably feel like the children of a divorce. I know there's a lot of people who are talking about, Oh, they got rid of all of triple H's guys. I don't know. Any of that is true. I don't subscribe to any of that, but what these performers have is the impossible job of winning over fans who are listening and watching more of these headlines and more of these think pieces rather than trying to enjoy the product. So they're more thinking whenever they see it, they go, ah, you know, it's just not the same. Now that Triple H is in here. And it's like, well, Triple H had some health issues. So let's just hope he gets better first. Second, yeah, 
they're having to deal with some of these impossible storylines that they're trying to get over. So that when I see a Braun Brecker and I hear him go on interviews and say, yeah, the interview was, or uh, the name was my idea. And I go, oh no, the kid's having to bite a bullet to take the bad name too. No, this poor child is how so bad do you want a jo- How bad do you want a job, Raph? Oh, so much Barry. Uh, but, for the love of- but, I think there is an immense amount of talent there. There's a lot of interesting things that we could see. There are good kids. I wish them well. I don't know that they will have a spot on my viewing habits every week. But it's too much. It's it too, too much. much. I just asked you if you knew any of that. I read, I'm not going to do it again, but I just asked you if you knew 13 names from the current roster. I think we recognize three Pete Dunn being being one of them. I mean, I don't know if they want me to remember the names or the character gimmick. Have you tried to watch this show? Uh, the NXT 2.0? Yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to. But again, there's so many. There's a rampage. There's a dark. There's an elevation. Yeah. There's a main event. There's a there's a Azteca. There's a strong. There's a SmackDown. There's a Raw. There's... I mean, that's fucking 10 shows already. <laughs> so I, I want to bring up a few things. All of the names that they have for AEW's properties make me <laughs> think of other things and not that. For example, if you say Raw, I think of WWE. If you say SmackDown, I think of WWE. If you say Rampage, I think of a Nintendo game. game. If you say Dynamite, I think of the Tao Cruz song. I lift my hands up in the air sometimes, saying "Ayo, that's okay, yo," because like it's dynamite. Because every time they go tonight on AEW, dynamite. That's how I think of it. The answer is good times. (laughs) You know what? AEW's good times would be just as good. Then you get into AEW Dark, and I go, yeah, I kind of like that one. And they go AW oh, elevation. I go, oh, wait a minute. That's racist. No, calm yourself. That's, that's I just want to make sure that when I hear these things and they talk about AW elevation, I go, are we doing the old U2 songs too? When's AW's Vertigo coming out? Name five U2 albums. Okay, I can. It's very easy. The Joshua Trees, Arupa, um, Octoon Baby, Boy, War, Beast. Those are albums? Those are albums, yeah. They have 16 albums, I guess. Yeah, they do. One of the greatest bands of all time. Deal with it. Okay, so the TNA, I, 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 is just too much. Too much too much. I gotta watch TNA now? Yeah, it's way too much TNA. Let me point this out. I know that on our list, we didn't have too much tuna that made it on the board. It's just because we realized there's only eight slots. So apologies to everybody who was looking at this and thinking, why are they shoehorning too much tuna into this? It was on the list. However, having said that, you have the oldest person complaint in being like, ugh, there's too much. Ugh. There is. Ugh, I can't with the too much. I can't wrestling. even. No, I can't even. Ugh, I wish I could watch all of it. Hey, too much time, <laughs> too much wrestling out there. You guys oh, with your kids. Oh, 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 o
Oi, Vince should actually be the name of that segment. So I'm writing that oh, one down. Very good. I like that. We have something with that. Oi, Vince. Because yeah. I'm going right, to come back so, to that one in a while. All right. Last one. What do you got on this one on your bullet points of life? Well, the resurgence of. I think it might be GCW. I, want, I was going to do a GCW segment. I wanted to reiterate that. And then I thought about all the talent they're using being all old and then i thought about johnny knoxville and <laughs> his movie bad grandpa so i was just like the amount of the resurgence of old people getting their due right now two cold scorpio uh ricky morton um rhino uh scotty too hottie was his first match he did the worm and it was kind of sad but it was still kind of cool <laughs> like he just willed you you felt like you willed it you know what i mean um Who's another guy? I think uh, they just announced um, Dr. Wagner from, yeah, that dude's like 80. Um, I mean, granted, they, these guys want to show that they can go, and then all the young wrestlers are like, oh, I'm stepping in the ring with a legend. But, like, I mean, Knoxville looks old as shit yeah. with his gray hair and just kind of like he has arthritis, it looks like. He kind of looks like. I, the way I would be kind of moving around without yeah, moving I'll, for I'll, I'll give you one better. I think Johnny Knoxville looks like the way I thought Annie Lennox was going to look at this age, but she doesn't. So he actually looks older than she is. And uh, she's aging great, which, by the way, good for her. Ralph Macho is like 68. I think he's <laughs> the same age as Bob Saget, ironically. R.I.P. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, it was a rough year for all that, too. Norm. Bob already Betty White. Oh, dude. God, talk about a collector's item. I saw People Magazine in the store last week. It said Betty White turns 100, and I forgot to buy it. But I was like, that has to be. I mean, they went through with the article how she persevered and turned 100. <laughs> Do you understand that when I was at my buddy's place, I was working. Uh, he helps me with uh, some strength and conditioning. We finish. He's like, all right, Raph, I'll see you later. I was like, all right, man, I'll see you like what's up i was like betty white died dude he's like dude that's a bummer i was like you don't understand he's like what do you mean i go people magazine already put out a magazine <laughs> that said she made it to 100 like we're talking this is some dewy i thought i was the only one that noticed that shit no, jesus no. it was the first thing i thought about you know why i thought about it because the night before kid you not my wife and i talking i looked on twitter they were showing the cover of the people magazine i go don't you do this don't you fucking do this to Betty White. And the Cursed. next day, they fucking curb stomp fucking Betty oh, White. It's your, it's your fault. It wasn't my fault. I was the kind one of. saying, protect her. Put her in oh, fucking bubble of. wrap. Don't let anything happen to this American no, treasure. APB. You're going to blame internet, me yeah. over People Magazine, which made a physical copy that said, hey, you job accomplished. The box. There's a dead cat in the box. Yeah, yes or no. There's a definite, there's a de it took us eight fucking segments to get this kind of visceral reaction. Can't we do this? Like, you I just blamed me for Betty White's death. Time. What the fuck do you think I'm going to say if you blame <laughs> me for an American treasure? The oldest person on that. American television <laughs> just passed away. 
and people don't understand how long she's been on TV. And yet you nonchalantly are going to be like, well, Raph, how does that feel on your conscience? No. You reject. just said you there was a dead cat in the box and you did it because you say any of that bullshit. Like, hey, Betty White, you're throwing a no hitter. It's the eighth inning. No shit. I'm going to tell you. Anyway, right here's what I'm going to say. I promised a Vince McMahon uh, sort of note. So that's the end of your list. Here's what I'm going to say about Vince McMahon. Okay. That I've been thinking long. about this a lot and I want to hear your thoughts. Why do I just realized now my insignia for the grappling hour is on that one. Has it been there the whole time? Maybe. Oh shit. The show no. has been brought to you by the grappling hour from like at least no. one third of it. Oh no. Listen, Kev- no, that's just you, right? That's just me. Okay, fine. Just as long as Kevin doesn't have his hands in it. This isn't anything viable until we. Yeah, I mean, this is good. I thought we did. Okay, go. You know, we're talking about Vince. All right, here's my here's my my rant on Vince. Vince that I've been thinking about. All right, Vince McMahon is getting older, and we know this. We've seen him struggle to do some promos. We have heard over the years that he has said that he wanted to appear less on television because nobody wants to see an old man. That's what's been reported. However, when the big guns need to be called in, there is something warm and great about seeing Vince, especially during the pandemic when we saw him welcome us back to WrestleMania. It seems like something that hits the right nostalgic buttons with his gravitas in his voice and telling us in his ridiculous, as only Vince McMahon can say things like, you're fired, and all that sort of bullshit. Here's my concern. Hey, listen, when he does that shit, I, I pop. I always go like, yeah. And I, they did it the right way at the last WrestleMania, where he just goes, welcome to WrestleMania. And then he, like, leaves. He just waves. They do a hard cut out. Fade. Get him out of here. Commercial. Love that. Here's what I've been thinking a lot about lately. A lot of people say that Vince McMahon needs to step down. Creatively, I think we're all in agreement. Not always the best product. We now have evidence from a number of different interviews that we all watch from people who say, yeah, it really is Vince's fault. I blame the old man. You know, the buck stops with Vince. If you don't like some of the storylines, you got to know that Vince is the one that gives approval. We've heard this from numerous sources of people who say Vince needs to step down. Here's my question to you. How do you make him do it? If you, you watching right now, were the owner of a company that rebranded it into a global phenomenon, not just a territory, not just a little part of the U.S., but a global phenomenon that has endured multiple decades at a high level. How do you tell that person to step down just because they old? I think about it like this. If somebody told me that I needed to step down from this program because I was getting old, I'd be like, fuck you. I retire when I want. Also, you might be right, but fuck you. You don't tell me when to go. And I think that people would go just as kicking and screaming as they could in that same region. And I've just wondered that even though it would make all of us happier, we think it is hard to discredit the number of things that he has gotten right over the years 
because we've seen the number of things that we've all gone, that could be better. Or you squandered this talent. I blame you. There's one situation and there's two ways. You let him redo the the you let him redo the who done it angle where he died in the <laughs> Okay. You let him redo that. The two caveats, either he's gonna wanna die. He's gonna wanna die on TV and he's gonna do it for real. Fuck Kevorkian. They gave him he this is he's found out he has two months to live and there's no other way that he'd wanna go but dying on TV because he's Vince McMahon. Or you go the more subtle route and tell him he has to Andy Kaufman it and really go away like you really died for the next 10 years and you got to hold on to it. Then that will be the big reveal, hoping that he will die in between him holding on to Andy Kaufman, the storyline that Benoit ruined. Cause that me- would be I, no amount of money is going to get him. True. Or you do an award show. That is just that you make a fake award show for him, and that has to be the end to where like a Truman show backdrop. You make him believe that he's the Wizard of Oz. Well, when do we give him his Kennedy Center honors? Because his middle name is goddamn Kennedy. So we need to put Kennedy. him. What do you in, think Titan Towers is? What the fuck? No, 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 no. <laughs> the Kennedy Center that? honors is what we do to honor the top no, five he needs people. A library. He needs a library. He needs the Vince McMahon, in Ronald arts Reagan. and entertainment. As they get into their older age, they basically just get a day where people go and talk and say nice things about them. Case in point: recently, Lauren Michaels had one. Every one of the SNL people was fucking booked over there to go say some nice things about him, including Kevin Neal. You're gonna have what are you gonna have Bushwhacker Luke come and make some kind of pointed speech on on Vince at that point? No, you have to wait till he gets senile enough to where you have to remind him that he was the president of the United States for four years. Look, here's the article. Oh yeah, and just let him sit in it. I was, I was. Then you were. It just make up a new story. Bro. It's gonna be like Memento. Have you not seen the way he's done these Austin Theory promos? We're there. I don't know if people think that watch, they're. Uh, Gonna watch be it. I watch 90, I'd rather watch 90 Day Fiance than watch them too. It's kind of the same thing. You know what I mean? This Actually, that's a great, out. that's a good spinoff is Vince is trying out Austin Theory as his new boo. 90 year financer. <laughs> and <laughs> I just thought like, leave it to Vince to fire all of this talent. And no offense, of course, to Austin Theory, but to look at this dude who's good looking, built well, that he just goes beautiful. He just goes, yeah, you're the future kid. You're going to, you're going to do these promos with me. They're going to be like scenes. Okay. Your big thing is selfies. That's what the kids like. I know. And I'm going to make you do this dumb bullshit promo that we promised the rock for $3 million for his Netflix movie. The nominee's really going to understand, but they're going to cheer for that egg more than they did for Roman Reigns in his first year. I think he's downloading Spotify next week. So I guess what I'm saying here, kids, is this. It seems like an easy fix to get the old man out. No, I'm telling you. I'm worried. I'm worried about what happens next because I think the voodoo doll that you guys were holding that was trying to kill one of the McMahons ended up starting to affect Triple H. And I'm letting you know. It's a real thing. That was was a little... 
Uh, you know, hearing that Triple H was in I heart of hell. Still, I guess he's still fucked up. Yeah. I guess it's not. I don't think he's necessarily out of the woods. And they want to play like Jr. Still, I mean, I guess that's all you can really do is kind of not pay attention to it and just kind of truck on because that's the ultimate. I mean, that's what we're here for. But yeah, we're in a interesting time, sir. I mean. We just figured it out 15 years later with graphics, and in that time, it's <laughs> been man lost like major facility facilities of his of his mind. Well, Mike, I think this is a good time to start closing things down. Do you have any closing thoughts uh, as we start to wind this down? I'm going to put the camera to you, sir. What closing no, thoughts do you I, have for us? I I'm just excited to kind of. I feel comfortable that we had some kind of, it might've not have been good. My buddy said, we're so it's like a FaceTime call, big deal. We figured we got graphics. Now we got points. We came out with a couple of segments, you know what I mean? Uh, we're, it's fun to. Hold on. I want to ask, he said it looks like a FaceTime call. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I love it. Like I, I had fun watching. We'll be like, hold on, hold on. Let me know what of your FaceTime calls have (laughs) fucking yay boo on a graphic. I would say what I would say would say L M A O L M A O K K T T Y L um G T F O um uh R O M F A L um no, hold no, on you're I, saying that keep going finish out the thought so no it's just this is going to be an ongoing ongoing thing and i want to hone my chops and i don't know figure out how to kind of really do this it seems we know maybe like you said when you started a verbal tap you had to start doing impressions because uh you didn't know if you were gonna get get a guess but i think the ultimate goal would be get these wheels turning we know some people not to name drop in a I don't know for a real serious viable place but i think we're just like the common man's eyeballs on this kind of stuff. I mean, we got things to do. We got 30 rocks to rewatch. We got, um, golden globes to tweet about because nobody else is doing it. You know what I mean? I think the golden globes is like the TNA. I mean, that's right up your alley. You like the Oscar. I, I do. I love the Oscars. Point and, being, yeah, go ahead. Point being is that we're doing other things. So as much wrestling as we can pay attention to, I think it's fun to kind of shoot the shit. I don't know. I'll get funnier. You know, I'm sure, you know, that that's what the doctors tell us. Uh, I'm going to close this out by putting up this. Listen, I want to say it's great to be back, but it's even better to have fan interaction. And listen, nobody has missed the fans more than yours, truly, because sometimes when you're doing this and you're speaking out into the ether, you don't know what people are thinking or saying. You don't know what people are feeling. So I got to tell you, it's super warm in my heart when I see things from Roberta Russell, who says, N I O S C N C dot site. <laughs> and I think to myself, we're reaching the people. Now, listen, yeah. I can't tell you who you are, or what you do, Roberta, but I can tell you this. <laughs> I think you watched part of the show and honestly good enough. <laughs> I'll take that shit. If you want to drop in your fucking bot shit, that's telling people their passwords. We're the show to do it on. So, Hell be to anybody who disagrees. I am happy to be back. I am happy to be back with my friend. Doing this show has been another exploration into the wild. Mike, what can the people expect to see from us in the future? 
uh, actual shows, <laughs> more stuff. Um, I think uh, we were talking about uh, going the Barnett clip route like we did before. I've always had an affinity for Mystery Science three, Mystery Science Theater 3000 style. I don't know if we can do kind of an overlay, but I think... Um, I think we can make that happen, not, yeah. Not necessarily commenting, but giving the whole... Um, view on how our dumb brains work is kind of fun. And I mean, the last time not to sit there and toot anybody's own toot any horn, but be be Josh Barnett paid attention to us. I don't know if he's necessarily that thrilled with us, but he did see it. So I don't know if anybody knows who that is, but it was it was pretty cool. So just stuff like that. I want to I I want to I heard about this thing called imagination. Um, I'm trying to, do you know anybody that could, that's selling some, because I'm trying to, okay, you're right. So no, we just can expect some stuff. I would expect some vigor. You can expect community. You can expect, um, headbanging. Oh, okay. You I can... was like, up until there, it sounded like community outreach. It's like, you can expect a lot of us coming together, uh, more board meetings, uh, a PTA, this if you would. This actually is turning into an AA meeting right now. <laughs> Absolutely. You want All to right. stick around to the VA. Here's what I'll tell you guys. We'll be back soon. Enjoy some pro wrestling this week. Don't forget that the Royal Rumble is coming up very soon. And, you know, we'll have thoughts on that. But things are going to be on the upfront on this show. And if you like this, go ahead and give us a like and a subscribe, all that good jazz. Uh, if you like us on Apple, you can find us on those podcasts. If you like us on Spotify, you can find us there too. Doesn't really matter whatever floats your boat. And if you are so kind, give us a rating and a review. And if you are doing it, it won't hurt you to give us five stars. Because oh man, there's more than five stars these days, Raph. What kind of bar are you setting right bro, there, bro? That's all they have on the fucking site. Uh, I wish I would ask oh, for more. They're not doing a melter like 19 stars today. It's like, well, okay, if you say so. No, in three quarters. Indeed, it's been a great day. We'll check you guys later. Thanks for watching. Too sweet, me.